All right, we got the the first annual of Black, the Black Variant. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's X at X and Renegade, joined by the Specter himself, Van Rig. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. Um, are, are you ever getting that account back? Yo, bro, I'm still fighting the charges, man. You see, I got the Gucci picture up, man. I'm, I'm fighting, <laughs> fighting the charges. They're trying to keep me down, man. But I'll be back. I'll be back, man. But we're bearing the lead here. Very special guest on the show this week. Our first uh, guest. Is it? Yeah, it is our first guest. Our first wow. guest, man. Uh, we have a very special crossover episode for everybody. We got we joined by the big dog, Pat Pafif. How you doing, bro? I'm good, guys. Thank you for having me. And of course, they had Honcho of the RNC shit, uh, Justin J5, the the... I don't even want to call you this. Are you like the devil of wrestling Twitter or what? Like I don't know what I am. I you know what? It's crazy. Every show that I that I ever like go get on, everyone's like, what did you do to them? And it's like I I honestly don't even know anymore. You're an employee. Oh yeah. I, I obviously right. the, you get on payroll getting checks, man. Yeah, that, that is what it, I, I've only gotten never mind, whatever. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with you guys. Uh, this is, you know, of course, I, I think I said this to you too personally, but I love this show. I'm so excited to be on here. Uh, Black Variant, something that we've all, three of us, have kind of just brainstormed for the past couple of months, and I'm so, 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 so happy to be on the show. Man, we didn't, we don't even tell them about the the intensive like naming process we went through. Like, oh we my went god, through so it many names. Like, oh my god, I <laughs> Mills at one point was just like, just pick the name. <laughs> it has to be right, you know. Yeah. But it, it, Mills it was, was so sick of handing down executive decisions this year. He's gonna lose it. <laughs> it. It is. It's really something that you know. I I think that we needed on our network. I'm so glad that you guys are on the flagship channel as well. And, you know, you guys are, are able to kind of just do whatever and, you know, you get this full support from all of us. And um, I, I just think that being able to be, you know, you two gentlemen being so informed and so smart about this and, and just having some great conversations is something that I enjoy. And, and I listen to this podcast a lot. So, hey, I'm man, glad to hear. We appreciate y'all, man. Everybody, at honestly, it's been nothing yeah. but love, like, from day one. So. But, but Van, we gotta we gotta try and get Drake or somebody on the on the horn with Jack to get your Yo, man. Back. Hell yeah, I'm about to make I'm about to make some calls, man. They got me out of here for a Black Boy JB video. I'll never forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll never forgive him. He's not even popular, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. Last time you bump a Black Boy JB song, never. Seventeen. <laughs> you, you gotta get the ghost of Johnny Cochran, bro. Like honestly, like you Yo, gotta resurrect that nigga. I'm gonna resurrect him, bro. I'm in the Lazarus pit or something. Yeah, man. Let's jump, right, let's, man. let's jump into this thing. So, of course, this is a special episode. And we are discussing uh, the, the what's it called? An event? A once-in-a-lifetime thing, I guess. Uh, Avengers Endgame that dropped last year. We're uh, dropping this on the one-year anniversary of it. Um, how Before we actually get into the movie, how did y'all feel about it going into it? Like, all the, the speculation, the discussions about it. How do y'all feel about it going into it? Man, uh, I, I was ready for it to be over. Yeah, I, I think I think there had been so much for the past ten years, and I think like the last four, um, that there had been so much conversation, so many arguments. Like if you notice, like I completely pulled out of comic book like discussion after yeah. after BBS and everything. Like I completely pulled out; it was too much. And I, I think that you know, me and Pat share the same. Uh, we should, I think. And I don't want to speak too much for Pat, but I think we, sh- we share like the same burnout of these movies in this type, right? Yeah, I mean, it was the the closest thing I can compare it to is like, like you are at a party at the beginning of the night, 
and it's like going really well. And then by like 3 a.m., you look around and like everybody loves, everybody's still having a great time, but like it's not the same party and you don't really know any of the people who are there anymore. Uh, that's kind of how I felt going into like the final era of these Marvel movies because <laughs> when they came out, like, you know, I mean, uh, uh, despite my opinion about them now, like the first round of the, the first, like Iron Man 1 was amazing. And then when they said like, oh, we're going to do this, it was like, oh, okay. But sure, it was right. a different. It was a different world because yeah, it was exactly. a world where it was a world where, like, if I think back to two thousand and eight, I'm thinking that these two comic um, entities can 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 coexist. Right. And yeah, it, was, I, it was before niggas started like picking sides. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I and, think ultimately. Sorry, Justin. Go ahead. And I and not to interrupt, but like I I think that you know I when you know when I was you know, doing research for this episode, I was like, damn, like, it was such an optimistic time where we had a Dark Knight, we had an Iron Man, and we had the possibility of them coming back. I don't know where the elitism popped off with the movies because there was a time where I enjoyed both. And yeah, then, I, like, I think the problem, to some extent, was it was the movies kind of mainstream... Because even when you think about it, like, Iron Man, Thor, like, even though Iron Man was doing really well, these movies weren't really in the same conversation with dark Knight or whatever like right. WB had been making these prestige despite what they have have more or less lost at this point quality of the movies regardless they have mm -hmm. lost the prestige reputation they had 10 years ago largely because no one isn't making their only franchise anymore but you know iron man came out and it was like okay they're marvel's also making good movies now because when iron man came out Marvel had not been making good movies for a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. When, when Iron Man came out, I believe the last Marvel movie before that was Spider-Man 3. If yeah, I'm not mistaken. like Mar Marvel had a, a meteoric rise in the early 2000s. And as far as I'm concerned, Spider-Man 1 and 2 and X-Men 1 and X-Men, X-Men, X-Men 1 and 2 <laughs> are still some of the best superhero movies that have ever been made. Uh, yeah. Better than almost anything that's come, better than anything that's coming out now. Uh, and then I would say the same thing about Batman Begins and Dark Knight. And between those five or six movies, uh, nothing that has come out since is is better. Even the best Marvel stuff and the DC stuff that has come out that I've enjoyed. But it was just a totally, it, it was it wasn't a, such a product in two thousand and eight. Even when even though it was a product, and right? It wasn't so it wasn't so agenda based. Not to cut you up, like yeah. no, no, it's that's yeah. exactly right. Absolutely, they, you know. And was, think, it, we, we were more innocent. Like it was like, oh, okay, this is it's a the stories are interlinked. Yeah. They're they're connecting the movies. That seems cool. And, and now then, I think ultimately no one should do that. I think it's a terrible idea. And, and now, like even you know, to to bring it back around the end game, there was this level of the the world stops when there's Marvel stuff going on. You know, and there's people rewatching the movies and like you know that energy is great. I just wished that there I had seen at least on my timeline more positivity. Are surrounding it because there's an air of, and I don't know if you guys see it. There's an air of like I watch Marvel movies. These are high art, high cinema. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have such yeah. of a problem with the movies. If, like if everybody thought about the movies the same way that I did, if they were like, yeah, they're fine. Like they don't, they don't. Disney doesn't let even the best directors are not allowed to make great movies because they're making Disney movies. They're not making their own movies. Uh, right. Which, you know, at the end of the day, if you're participating in this machine, that's how it's going to be. But we even if we are all enjoying the movies and having a great time, like because these movies got so popular and celebrated as like good, even though that was, uh, you know, a completely created notion in my mind, mm -hmm. they made uh, 
all I think all of movies is generally worse now because of how successful these Marvel movies were. And whether it's other superhero movies, other Disney movies, uh, other uh, in, like indie filmmaking is worse in some ways because of of you know the Marvel machine. Right. But it's it really it it made a lot of, it crystallized like a lot of things in in for profit filmmaking in ways mm-hmm. that were ended up feeling a lot grosser than they did when Iron Man came out. Yeah, and even with like the I think Justin can speak to this, the the narrative that uh if a movie doesn't make a billion dollars it's a failure now. Yes. Right. Yeah, which like that's abs- like a cel- even like this celebration of a billion as a culture is like weird and doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because essentially 100%, 100%. It's essentially essentially you're giving your money to a corporation and you're celebrating that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to take like, my money. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, like when Black Panther came out and people were like, "Yeah, man, like Disney's going to like reinvest this money in black communities and stuff and it's going to be great." <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like five white executives are going to make a, a million more dollars each this year because of this endo story. Like that the, the people live in a dream world. Yeah, I I I that would and I think Black Panther really started that thing that it was like Disney really cares about us. And it's yeah. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Disney's got our back. I, I can remember. I can remember the darkest going, world, the darkest of times. I can remember going to the screening for Black Panther at the Disney lot with Eric, and we were surprised because usually when we go to these screenings, it's a bunch of white people. This right. was the blackest I had ever seen the Disney lot in my life, and I was like, they know what they're doing. Yeah, I they hit a verify, verify check Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> got, got invites, you know? D-Ray, D-Ray was there, I think. <laughs> oh, you seen the face paint live? That's crazy. No, that wasn't. I think he was still. No, this was Disney Live. This wasn't the Hollywood Unfortunately. I think he had seen Damn. it twice. I think he had seen it twice, or he got invited twice. But and that wasn't the last listening? time. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. But it, it, it was just, it's just like this, this air of, we are so much better that, and I, and it's like, and it, this isn't, this has nothing to do with my, my love of Batman, my, my fandom of BVS. We're not even going to talk about that today, but I think that like, we, you know, this should, this should really be a conversation of where this movie stands today, mm-hmm, how right. the movies that led up to it have, have shaped it or, or are they even remembered? Because, you know, a year later, all these people rewatch all 20 of these movies and they're not talking about any of them, but one. It's in, it's insane. Yeah, insane yeah. to be rewatching these movies while like, I, I, I mean, read a book or something. God damn, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable that like these are the movies you would rewatch religiously. It's insane. Man, people running back door too. That's crazy to me. Yeah, dark elves. <laughs> Yo, I love I, dark that's, elves. And, that's and, nasty. That's man. Like, those aren't good dark elves. Bottomless pit of comic book Twitter, or I guess comic book movie Twitter. Those are two completely different things. Now that I think about it, um, I remember people were like trying to send a slender Suicide Squad, if I'm not mistaken. Which, by all purposes, not a good movie. But it's not. Um, they're like, yeah, Marvel might have made Thor: The Dark World, but Disney, but but DC made Suicide Squad. I'm like, bro, they're both trash. Like, where are we? That's like comparing yeah. Smush Parker to like goddamn uh, what's the man's name Norris Cole from the fucking Heat. Like what are we but doing you see, here? <laughs> you see the comparison kind of goes crazy there because Suicide Squad won an Oscar and it made what? over seven. It made over. Which isn't mentioned. It isn't mentioned at all. Like no. nobody talked about that. Like that's wild as fuck. It's like one of the, like what five maybe comic book movies that I won? remember. People tried to say that they robbed POCs of that of that uh, honor or something that year. And I was like, what are you guys serious? Like, come <laughs> like, on, come on. 
crash. Honestly, honestly though, I think this is all like even the movie thing. I think it comes back down to the age old Marvel DC debate, and just some people are just on the fence, you know. Yeah, I mean, you got to pick a side. Like even yeah, just well, in comic I world, mean, you know. I think it's just just by the sheer factor that they have made more decent to good movies just because they've made more movies. This is Marvel I'm talking about. Right. I, and I'll admit that. And uh, But I do not... If I had to pick a side, like, ultimately based on source material, DC's source material is so much better than Marvel's. It's and, not, like... It's and, not funny. Like, like that's, so that's it, not it, it's, it's a shame. Either. Yeah, no. And, they, like, Marvel has... Like, Spider-Man you could put against anybody in, in DC's yeah. canon and he'd do fine. But... You know, I'm a I'm a fan of the the DC source material much more than the Marvel source material. DC has had a lot of trouble figuring out what to do with these movies and these properties, and a part of that is because they tried to emulate this ultimately hollow model. I think if they had just made uh, a, a a Ben Affleck Batman that was disconnected, I think Affleck would probably still be attached to Batman if they if they hadn't tried to make a connected world i think ultimately if you're making connected world it's just you're just making a trailer for the next movie and it's so crazy that like we really saw this happen not to get too far off topic but we really saw it happen with star wars this last time around yeah where like it's crazy to me and justin and i talked about this a little bit on the episode where we talked about star wars on late fees but as much as like marvel is not my thing or whatever at this point, even though it has been my thing, it is no longer my thing. Uh, I think that they are still doing a successful version of what they intend to do. And Kevin Feige, however you say his name, I think that he is as much as I wish he weren't in charge of what he's in charge of. I think he thinks he is making a good product and I can't believe they, they failed so miserably at doing that same thing for star Wars. Uh, which ultimately I think means that like it's not gonna if the if the same company that made it work for Marvel couldn't make it work for Star Wars, nobody else is gonna be able to make it work for anything. Yeah. So thank right. God that Batman, Batman is standalone. <laughs> it's, it's lightning. It's lightning in a bottle, really. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, just to bring it to Endgame, it, it's it's lightning in a bottle. And I remember saying it in our review last year. This we have to talk about it on the merit that something like this will probably never happen again. They tried yeah. to make this thing happen in a year with BVS to Justice League and it failed miserably <laughs> Yeah, <really> yeah. <laughs> on so many levels. And, you know, the fact that they spent the time to do it, they, they, they built an audience like that's timing and that's an attention span that you just will not get from tw- 2008 to 2019. Ever I mean, again. at this point, no one is going to be able to remember 10 years worth of stuff if ever again. <laughs> so it's, it's over just regardless. Right. Right. Yeah, Everybody's right. brain is melted. <laughs> right, right, right. So Man. let's jump. Let's jump into the, the movie. So, what did you guys think? Like the first fifteen minutes of the movie? Because I felt like <laughs> I felt like it started out hot, and I was like, okay. I, I think really the, know, like the, I think the I don't love a oh shucks. Everybody's sad. It's been a while. These are sad <laughs> new lives. We've, it's kind of the type of thing we've seen before. But even when the writing of these movies hasn't been great the cast has been pretty fantastic uh through and through for the most part uh mm-hmm. but it, once they i mean I, how do they go 
see Thanos within the first 15 yes. minutes? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Like, we're, ta- we're talking about basically up to the decapitation at this point? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, this is st- – start off with the unexpected thing. Like, you know, this this is great. Like, let's let's do it. Uh, it and, fooled me. It yeah. fooled me into thinking that this was going to be different. Yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, if this is if they're really turning it on its head like this, let's let's do it. And then it was a fetch quest after that. Yeah. Full full disclosure, I had spoiled the movie on Reddit for myself weeks before. You went he went to the the dark web of Reddit and just Yeah, well, because like because <laughs> like I, I I well well I mean I had stopped being invited to Disney screeners and complex had stopped asking me to do reviews for the movies because I was slanted a lot more critically of them. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why, or that's likely the reason why you guys never see me do those anymore. Right. Because they, <laughs> you know, I it had gotten back and I was hearing, you know, that, you know, I'd be going to these screeners and I'd be slagging the movies or I'd be, you know, talking about them on Twitter. So like, I was like, I'm not going to see it early. I might as well just see it. Like, you know, I might as well just see what it would what it, what it do. And I remember mm-hmm. telling Pat, like, oh, some of this stuff is going to be uh, kind of weird. Right. And yeah. I, I had read a lot. Like, I had been keeping track of spoilers for Endgame, like, as soon as Infinity War came out, just yeah. partially because I wanted to see if they'd be true, mm-hmm. uh, because they were supposedly, like, on set leaks. And some of them were true. Some of them were, like, uh, you know, uh, Hulk wears uh, the gauntlet and, like, loses an arm and shit. Uh, but, uh, the, 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 when it came out, the, the craziest thing that came out, not to get too far ahead of the decapitation, which again was surprising and surprising to hear about like, oh, okay, this will be cool if they actually pull this off. And I think they did. I think the scene where they go see Thanos and then, uh, they're just like, fuck this guy and, and, and whack him. It's, yeah. it's good. And if you aren't a comic book person and you weren't really paying attention, which is who these movies ultimately catered to in a lot of ways which makes the online nerd celebration of them really weird because that's not who they're for uh, that like it was like okay they they said fuck it and they made like a, a crazy movie i mean they showed the decapitation uh by and large it was sick and uh then most of the rest of the movie uh is not good yeah. yeah, I think I think the first fifteen reflects the pacing, bro. The pacing problem, which is yeah, I think big, the, big the biggest was right. the the, uh, the Scarjo thing, the uh, Black Widow uh, dying. The death, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, like that's. I mean, if like that's kind of crazy. I guess we there had already been some reporting that the Black Widow series or movie was going to be um, a prequel, but I think they were like trading, bringing everybody back by killing Scarjo and also her wanting out of that portion of the deal but yeah. uh and it, even it, like Caruso's interview after that was like uh well we didn't know what they were doing with her so we just killed her off like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that just shows you that says a lot let's just say that much that says a I lot will, i will also say like the the movie ultimately while i think the beginning with the, the thanos decapitation is good and i do think despite that uh many things in between not being great. I do think the I am Iron Man at the at the end is really, really good, uh, if for no other reason than Downey Jr.'s delivery. But yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can attach yourself to these other moments of like uh, 
Black Widow and Hawkeye like racing to get over that cliff and die like is just one of the all time bad scenes in a blockbuster movie. Who can so kill themselves weird. faster? Like, so weird. They could have just went left. Like, yeah, what are you yeah, saying? that's like, it. Just, just run left. You'll feel fall off. I I think really the first half of the movie past the first fifteen are just really like boring. I think. Yeah, and yeah. It's boring to like aggressively bad. Like some of the stuff that happens from you know hoax. I don't even want to call him hoax. Um, Big Green Ruffalo's um, <laughs> yeah. appearance to um, Fortnite Thor um, is just mind-numbingly bad to me. It's just awful. It, it, right. it feels as though it wasn't made for comic fans. It was made for comic fans who read the wiki before they walked in. Right. Right. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, it, it, yeah. And like they said, okay, this is what Infinity War is, and this is how it should end. Even though we're not gonna have Adam Warlock and all these people in it and, and involved, yeah. like we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, they're gonna make parallels to this. But you have that human element that the Russos tried to add, but it's like I don't think that like they're particularly great storytellers. I think they make really great action. I think I think that the biggest part of Winter Soldier to me was just how much of a of a, of a movie that it felt like a like like the raid. That's what it felt mm-hmm. like to me. Yeah, but like, exactly. Yep. I mean, the, the Russo's community episodes are better than Endgame or Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like they they have... And it's, it's so weird, though, Pat, that they lost their comedic timing with Endgame because nothing in this movie is funny. Well, if you notice, uh, they went from working for, like, you know, people like Dan Harmon, who, you know, his personal life aside, he doesn't give a shit about, like, catering to, like, what the network or corporation wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, like on a show like Community, and then to ten years after that, be working for Disney, who is the ultimate representation of the very opposite. Like, how many directors have we seen literally like auteur directors be f- get fired for trying to be fucking funny on these movies? Like Lord and Miller getting canned from uh, Solo, or I mean, we just it's gloss over Edgar Wright getting fired from uh, yeah, Batman at this point. We gloss over it. It's crazy. It changed the direction of. It changed the, the trajectory of these movies forever, and we've forgotten about it. Yeah. I mean, even if you look at Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange was on its like third director by now, yeah. or something like yeah. that. And, yeah. and that's actually the Doctor Strange thing is. I, I, I guess we can just get this out of the way now. I have, I'm basically like, other than uh, again the Reeves Batman, I'm kind of done with these. Like, I might catch some of them on VOD, but I'm just totally burnt out on the Marvel DC. I just don't really care anymore. But I because. Uh, I, I Justin will kill me for this because he hates the movie, but I do actually like Doctor Strange quite a bit. Uh, but the and the sequel when they were like, "Oh yeah, it's going to be crazy," and then they were like, "Ah, oh, it's not going to be crazy. You're fired." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, exactly. And, and then they're like, "Okay, but we're bringing in Sam Raimi, and Raimi's like one of the best directors ever." But they haven't ever let a director I like actually make a movie like their own movies. So. I, even though I like Doctor Strange and I like Sam Raimi, I, I'm too scared to be hopeful for the movie. And right, I and I was really, I was really hopeful when they they said it was going to be a horror film, like horror have horror, horror elements in the film. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Kevin Feige came out at whatever conference that was. Was it D23? It might have been D23, but whatever. He said uh, it'll be first horrible game. I knew that was bullshit when he said it, but yeah. that, that just goes to like the bigger problem with like I guess for like Marvel movies, like they all feel the same. Like right. Yeah. There's no differentiation differentiation between them. Like, why does Ant Man feel like Iron Man three? Why does Iron Man three feel like Avengers? Why does Avengers feel like Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, yeah. because and- like a lot of these movies, they are predicated by like two or three weird story tropes. That is, daddy issues. 
uh, a lie. And, yeah. yeah, and 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 mistaken identity, not really who you are. Not, vengeance. Not really who you say you are. Familial yeah. vengeance. Yeah, and all of these movies have to grow from that because if you think about it, all those three elements are the basic elements of storytelling and film. Like the basic mm-hmm. elements of them, but that that's where these movies go, and that's where they're so successful because you don't have to think that hard about them. I, yeah, I yes, think they basically. Level. I mean, you mm-hmm. think about like Disney Channel original movies. There's the parent always single so the kid can help them in a romance like you know this it, all, all these things basically exist at granular levels in you know m- most recognizable stories but yeah. here it's like just so as as soon as there is an element of like uh you know like james gunn in, in in the first guardians he was actually able to get a little bit of his own style into the movie mm-hmm. and through his own reputation and the movie being actually good uh it was you know a success but then immediately the good shit that he did in guardians gets folded into the rest of the franchise but it's not the same thing as him doing it it's a shitty emulation of him doing it yeah because because the second one the second one turns into all three daddy issues a lie familiar familial (laughs) vengeance at the same time And, like, and then you, you know, and then he ultimately. Movie. I and I know I, I don't I don't think uh, Justin likes Gunn quite as much as I do, but I did like like Slither and a lot of his earlier stuff. I really loved, uh, and it is so fucking funny to me that uh, not only did he get fired and they ultimately hired him back. I love that. I love that. It's one of the only like wins for actual creative people it, it, that has happened in, in their filmmaking. But they, but they, they had also to, they had make to a movie him. for their rivals. Exactly. Like they let him like go get the bag somewhere else. And and I gotta say Warner Brothers, very smart for that. Yeah. Because yeah, whatever yeah. whatever he shepherds on the Suicide Squad, and I know this isn't a, a DC you know episode, but whatever he shepherds on that movie. They will either emulate and and do it better, or like it will be successful again at the same level, or he'll mm. come back. And that yeah. is the funny part about this is that they let him go, and they they're basically showing directors, especially if this Reeves Batman does what we wanted to do, it's going to show them that directors come on over here. Patty Jenkins does what she wants to do. Yeah, you know? the, like, there's actually some, and I think Wonder Woman got a little like overpraised for Jenkins' style and stuff. Like, it's a very good movie, but I think like she could certainly put a bigger stamp on a movie. Right. Uh, but mm-hmm. because because we so rarely get to see like a departure from you know, like you guys are saying, like it's the styles the style. of the movies are identical. So as soon, even though these DC movies are by and large worse movies because Warner Brothers doesn't know what to do they still have been more interesting in a lot of ways because since they don't know what to do, they can't control the directors as much. Yeah. 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 And that's something they've relented on the last two or three years after the calamity that was justice league. So you see stuff like, uh, what's the man thing? David Sandberg with Shazam, um, yeah. which was a really good movie. I still uh, got to watch it's on HBO. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I love that. And then uh, with Kathy Ann and Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey was really good and very unique. Like, I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I, I, I like the uh, – Justin and I actually just talked about this on – I think I actually on a Saul episode. Uh, I, I thought Birds of Prey had – there was stuff in it that if they had done that for, like, whole, the whole movie or movies, they mm-hmm. could be knocking them out of the park. I think they're just still, like, working through a lot of – a lot well, of stuff. It's, it's terrible because these movies are now running on two parallel timelines where 
the movies that we're going to be seeing imminently for the next two years are still running off the BVS playbook. Yeah. <laughs> but except yeah. the Batman movie. <laughs> so yeah. it's going to be really weird for a while. Yeah. Like we can't, like it's, it is unfortunate and it's just like Batman got uh, DC such a big win in 08 that they, they kind of paid the price for like the next decade. Like yeah. they were, they mm. burned so hot in 08. I mean, it's it's still, it, it was and still is like one of the best movies ever. Probably the best movie ever that has been as popular as it was. And, you know, they they could never do that again. And they tried to do it again in a lot of different ways. Mm. And basically, again, I think there are good elements in a lot of the DC movies. But in terms of churning out a product that was successful, they failed. Hey, uh, yeah. well, look at us talking about movies that we rather that we love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to the actual plot points of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the plot. Okay, here's, here's, here's the thing about talking about Endgame. Like the, the the further down the Marvel chain you talk about, you have to talk about the movies on a meta level. You can't just talk about the plot because there's no way to consume them on a plot only level. Yeah, because yeah. you have to deal with the elements that went into that, and yeah. that's that's the whole thing of this universe. So, uh, let's talk about the time travel, bro. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's talk about let's get let's get the bullshit out the way. My man. biggest problem with the time travel in this movie is like they literally have a scene with I want to say uh, Jeremy Renner, Don Cheadle, uh, Big Green Ruffalo, and Rocket, if I'm not mistaken. We're like, yeah, all that time travel shit you have ever heard in your motherfucking life that shit is trash here's the new rules which are even worse like any, yeah. any movie and i think i've said this before any movie that has to sit down to you look you look at you in the face break the fourth wall and say every single time travel movie that you've ever seen doesn't matter just listen to our rules because this is what what it is bad writing yeah, yeah. it is bad like, writing you probably shouldn't put time travel in a movie at this point uh and if you should like time travel like i mean it it just isn't going to make sense no matter what you do. And people yeah, it's messy. are going to turn it into something stupid. So just go with the traditional version of it. Like don't even go with the Dragon Ball Z version. Like that one doesn't make sense. <laughs> go with like, go, I mean, go with the Terminator rules, right? Like if you go, if you go back, there's only one time zone. And if you go back things, you can change some things. Like don't, right. don't go crazy. Cause you but might even, fuck some even Terminator, up. Even Terminator has multiple, like as of, as of what the, the last movie, I forgot what it was called. Salvation, not Salvation. I thought uh, Dark Fate. Dark Fate. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that movie, but it all, it posited the fact that, oh yeah, there's like a fourth timeline, you yeah, know, and, like, and get out of here with this shit. It's it's crazy because in twenty movies, they had the wherewithal to allow some of the directors to do certain things of certain characters, like kill them or or let them, you know like they've killed all their villains. So what Every do they do? One. So what Except do they do to, to get out of you know they wrote themselves into a corner? And so when I think of Endgame, because they're not doing it the way that Infinity War really was supposed to be, they had no other choice but to do time travel. To end this story. Yeah. yeah well, they didn't. Yeah. They wouldn't have had a second act of the movie without time travel. <laughs> uh, and the thing that was so obnoxious about the time travel was that where, again, the first 15 minutes, it was like, oh, they're subverting what we think is going to happen here. This is great. Uh, then instead, the, the next act was just a victory lap, like a celebration of the last 10 years of Marvel movies. So it was yep. a circle jerk, bro. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, listen, I, we, me and Van have talked about this uh, before on Black Variant, but the the part that really threw me was when they went further back in time after fucking up the 2012 one, and Tony got to meet his dad. 
who's just oh, yeah. a, just as much of a shitty person then as he was in yeah. the whole timeline. Yeah. And like I'm literally at a point like, yo, fuck his dead pops. Get to the battle. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. I I know that even people who like the movie ag- who agree with you that it was just like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like that this is a three hour movie. Get get this off the screen. Filling the time. I I I just like I don't see how some of the story elements and, and decisions they made could be defended. I'm sorry. Like it, it is it is literally from a place where you know this isn't about the story it's about the moment so having tony meet his father <gasps> that's a moment yeah. you know like having them having them fight each other in the past <gasps> that's a moment like that doesn't matter to they, they're, they're too reliant on the callbacks man yeah, yeah. you know and then and when we finally get up yeah when then we finally get to the present and i'm, I'm sorry how does no one like recognize like nebula is different like <laughs> <laughs> You got at least three of like the five smartest people in the world standing next to you, and no one's like, hmm, what "What's all that Like, I remember people saying, "Oh man, Nebula's arc is so good in this one." And I, I couldn't believe that shit. Totally, they, Nebula's arc was so clearly something they like thought of, and they were like, "Oh, thank God, we can write our way out of this." Didn't it feel <laughs> like it was supposed to be a different character and not her? Yeah, it was supposed to be Gamora. I swear to God, really, Gamora. I think I could, it feels like it, bro. Because even even like Gamora, because Gamora dies in Infinity, right? She dies in Infinity. Yeah. And the way that they write her out is by the time travel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, but but again, like you know, you have these characters filling in for other characters, and it's like, again, you start to see that they're wearing themselves thin, and I even think they're wearing themselves thin now because you can't just make movies all the time now and say, okay, we're introducing more characters, yeah, because yeah. it gets with diminishing returns. Yeah, I don't. I can't. I know we haven't seen the trailer for the Eternals. We're, it's it's unclear if it's still coming in November. We, we would have probably they, seen. The trailer. If I'm not mistaken, they pushed it back. It's February, February, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we won't be seeing a trailer until September, really. Something like that, yeah. At least, yeah. So, like again, I haven't heard a peep, and I think that again with all of the COVID stuff, I think honestly these movies are even lower on the totem pole if they're coming out this year, mm-hmm. as far as just p- public perception. It's like. You know, there are characters that are supposed to have just been introduced. I think people are going to have a hard time getting excited about these movies after this uh, quarantine shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, well. No, I, oh, I, I'll say it'll be hard for them to be excited for characters they don't know about because if right. if all things go to plan and we're out of this by July, and Wonder Woman is the first movie, the first blockbuster, because I don't think Disney's positioning Black Widow to be anything but a mid market, like a mid level hit for them. Yeah, Wonder Woman could be the the movie of the summer. Still, Batman could realistically be the biggest top selling movie of next year too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Marvel doesn't have anything like people would really truly truly want to see until twenty twenty two. Because you have Black Panther, you have Captain Marvel, and Spider Man, Spider Man, and you had I think Doctor Strange too. Twenty twenty two. That's too much. That's too I feel much. Like, yeah. I, think, I don't think people want to see Doctor Strange like they want to see yeah. like Spider Man. In- yeah, I don't. I think they. I think he's one of the characters who they've done a really good job of making him like in the Avengers. Cumberbatch is really good, but I don't think that people care about. They don't know anything. They don't like get it. I think like they haven't done a good job of making it clear what Doctor Strange is and does. Yeah, I think I, they sold. They, I think they sold people on the the actual movie though, like the like the thing that's gonna happen in the movie. You don't really know multiverse, you know things like that. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah that's fair. Yeah. Um, moving on, I guess. Uh, I guess the moment of bringing everybody back. How do you guys feel about that? 
I mean, uh, I hated how long they made it seem like it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I, I legit forgot about it. Like, I forgot um, Hulk even snapped his fingers, bro. And while I was watching the movie, I was like, oh, shit, he did bring him back. Well, I, it, I thought it was... I, I, I keep it real, I got goosebumps. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's, it was, they're, they're, it's because the movies, again, are really well acted. Like, mm-hmm. they have, even when, you know, the, the, the story doesn't really make sense... They've done a good job of creating uh, people who can sell it. So it is like awesome to some extent. Like, even though the, I remember thinking at the end of Infinity War, uh, of the uh, Tony selling the uh, the Spider Man uh, dusting, like, yeah. that, that wasn't, I, like, ultimately, I kind of hate what they've done to Spider Man and like made him a new Iron Man. But Downey Jr. is so good that even that unearned moment was pretty good. And so it was kind of the same thing when everybody came back. I was like, okay, like this, like they can, it's, it's because like Justin is saying, they can make moments, but they can't make really great stories overall. Yeah. I, posit, I posit a question here. I think that the moment when everyone comes back in the final battle, the third act to me is the, the best part of the movie. The, the, the third act, hour. The third act of me uh, is the only good part of the movie. Save the movie yeah. to me. Save the movie. That's what I, I, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, because that's the only thing that people, you know, you see the you see the video camera, people like in the theater cheering, which the meme, even the memes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the third act, yeah. Like, I do you think that people? Because this is the only thing that people talk about in this movie. Let's be let's be real with you. Yeah, this is the out. only moment of this movie that people talk about. I don't care what you can I debate remember, your mother. I the weekend this came out, I I want to say a week after it came out, I literally said you do never you never have to watch the first two thirds of this movie. No, ever again, and you'll I'm be good. I, <laughs> yeah, it's I, again. I do really like that first fifteen minutes, but it's ultimately more of a fuck you than it is anything else. <laughs> yeah, I, I say if you look back, yeah, absolutely. Do you guys think that th- this moment saves the rest of the movie? Absolutely. Uh, I, mean, well, I, I I will never support what the second act of the movie is like the <laughs> the the not not just the victory lap of their previous ten years. But just it, like it's it's just it's the thing we always talk about. It's it's the MacGuffin that you don't actually need. Like mm-hmm. it's one thing like, you know, there for all of the original Star Wars movie, they need R2-D2. But they actually he has pl- like battle plans inside of his body that they need. And then they use the battle plan successfully. So it makes sense that they're spending the movie trying to get R2-D2 somewhere. But in this, they're like. You know, we need to go to 2012, get this, go to 2008, get this, and then we'll come back and all this shit will work. And then it's, it doesn't, that's not what happens. So mm-hmm. it just, it, so it doesn't work the same way it does in, in movies where it's a simpler thing that actually makes sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, the third act of this movie, little, you don't, I don't care about the rest of the movie. Besides like one scene with that, that one scene with Thor and his mother. That really, I really like that. But besides that, third act is legitimately all you need. Like, you don't. It's, it's need, so long. You really so don't long. need to see the time heist ever again. Like, even like most people going to this movie felt like, yeah, we're already there. Why just skip to the big battle? Like, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of emblematic of what I hope ultimately Endgame will close the door on. But it's basically twenty years of like a weird phenomenon where it happened with I. Th- think truly the first case of it was um the the matrix movies when they were like oh guess what this sequel 
the other sequel is also part of this story. So this is ending right now, and you'll have to wait six months or a year to find yeah, out cause, cause what even, happened. Even like the, the the original Batman movies were in the same universe, but not really interconnected in, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, like, they were standalone. But yeah, like, like 89, yeah, like, 89 in Returns were the only two that kind of had some type of uh, chemistry, but that was only like a, a offhand Vicky Vale line in Batman. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you could still that was it, yeah. the previous one at all. Like yeah. they don't talk so, about when talking about Penguin at all. So we yeah. had like we had it happened with the Matrix, and then it happened, and you know all of these movies have the problem where the second one, which is essentially supposed to be just the climax, is like kind of a worse movie. Like it mm-hmm. happened with Matrix, and Revolutions is a lot worse than Reloaded. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, but the third one is a lot worse than the second one. Yes, uh, and and I think the second I think the second one is absolutely amazing, actually. But the third one is not good. Uh, then it happened. It we it, it, uh, kind of weirdly on the side while this was happening, Kill Bill came out in two yeah. parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then later, with what ultimately Endgame really ended up emulating was when after. Uh, three Twilight movies. The fourth one is actually split into four and five. And after six Harry Potter movies, the seventh one is actually split into seven and eight. That's what Endgame was doing. Mm -hmm. And it ended up being the most successful version of that. But I hope it is the last time we see it. That happens. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause as, as much as like I can find things that I don't like about infinity war as a setup, it's good. Which is why Endgame being essentially a bad heist movie is bad payoff. I like I like Endgame better than I liked Infinity War. I thought Infinity really? War was one of I thought Infinity uh, War was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I mean, fair, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but Infinity War like doesn't have like two hours of filler. Yeah, like I, I feel like you know what you're getting with Infinity War. Yeah, know? Infinity War starts off really strong. And then it just peters off at the end. It, it literally, to me, Infinity, like, I think I've seen it twice and I've been pissed off every single time I've seen it. <laughs> Justin, I think, War, like, not, not, Go not to invalidate your opinion, Justin, but I do think uh, Infinity War, you actually hated Marvel more when Infinity War came out than For when sure. <laughs> Endgame came out. I think by the time Endgame came out, you were like, Oh yeah, all right. Like yeah, you like fighting war. trolls though. Yeah, like, yeah. But in I was in the war trenches. Was like in in Infinity trenches. War, you were in the trenches. Uh, I th- I think ultimately, I think you might like it a little more. I think Infinity War like actually has purpose and like a semblance of a plot throughout the movie, even though there's like some spots where like just doesn't make sense like at all. Like the Guardians and uh the Guardians coming in don't fucking make sense. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. <laughs> Endgame literally it's literally two hours of. Captain America fighting himself. What are we doing here? Like fighting himself <laughs> and like pining over English milk. Like, yeah, right, oh, right. It's just it's here? so people can be like, man, that that part was awesome. But like, what? Okay, was it actually? Like you're talking about a, a small aspect of a large machine that was maybe good. Like, but what about the whole thing? It's it's yeah, once again at the end, it's a callback. It's all yeah, it really is. Yeah. You know? And then the, you got the big moment where everyone comes out in the portals in the big battle, and you get Cap lifting Mjolnir, which is still cool to me. Um, how did y'all feel about like the moment where everyone like came out? Like, did everybody pop for that? Like, still, even watching a couple of days ago, I popped for that shit. It's oh, cool. Yeah, it's good it's moment. cool good moment. for this for the same reason that like we're talking about a lot of this stuff is cool, which is like, oh, they actually did this, like this crazy thing. They said they were going to make seven franchises and then tie them all together over 
uh, like another with another franchise like they actually did that and it's like unfolding on screen and even though you're like wow this is just giving like disney a trillion dollars and i've done it a million times over the past 10 years fuck <laughs> it's still it's still crazy that this is happening on the screen that all they got all these people to show up and even if all the stories don't have the same you know weight you you do know that like oh this they some of this stuff was in play for like five ten years that's crazy mm -hmm. there are moments when it's like oh okay none of these people complained about our, our women heroes and uh so we have a moment where they're all on screen together <laughs> uh, and that doesn't oh, actually boy. make any sense at all so it kind of undermines a lot of what they're doing but it's you know, it is cool in a lot of ways, even if I ultimately kind of have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, actually, let's talk about that. That I already know what you call the the women superhero scene. Yeah. That yeah. Was during the final battle, that just came off insulting to me. Like, yeah, I mean, it. I it was like it's the same thing as the uh, the scene at the beginning when they were like, "Hey, Disney has no uh, no gay characters at all," and ultimately that's because <laughs> Disney is like. A conservative organization yeah. but uh the you know th so then they're like uh actually no this guy who you've never seen before and speaks for two minutes but is played by one of the directors uh he's gay he's gay he's, uh, gay. he's on. one gay guy <laughs> yeah and you're like okay th but uh, what who <laughs> and then it's over like so yeah, it's, it's 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 like that it's you know they, just have, I, they do stuff like that all the time. I think one of my favorite, and I just pulled it up, one of my favorite descriptions of Endgame is from uh, Esther Rosenfield. Uh, she's She's been on um, Relate Feeds before. I'd like to read one excerpt from her review really quick. <laughs> she, she says, uh, in the first Iron Man, Tony Stark takes forever to put his suit on. It's an old, it's an whole ordeal with all these whooshing and wearing mechanical arms and a different... Uh, a million different pieces to affix to his body. Putting on his suit isn't an act, it's a sequence. It's not something he can just do. But that's not the case by the by the time of in Avengers Endgame. Now putting on his suit takes all of five seconds. He doesn't have to physically move, he can just think it and it happens in an instant. That's the MCU in 2019 in a microcosm. These movies are completely weightless, nothing is grounded in any comprehensible reality, physical or emotional, and they just don't feel like they have to work for it anymore. That is... Don DeMarco, DeMarco. <laughs> that is how I feel about this movie. Yo, fan, I did Jamaican air horns in this one. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Nah, that's real though. That's real though. You guys, have, do you guys have a favorite moment though? Like from the the last thirty minutes? I I love the I love when Tony does the snap. Like for for as, as much as I fucking get so mad about these, uh, in so many ways, I think it was really uh, really good. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't it, even want to do not. it. That's the craziest part. Like he did, he didn't want to do it. He didn't. Yeah. Well, Robert Downey didn't want to do it. Nah. Yeah. He did not want to die like that. Well, how did he want to die? What the hell? He I just wanted him to snap. Uh, Tony to snap his fingers. He didn't want. To, he didn't want to add them. I'm Iron Man. They made him add that. Yeah. Oh, see, that's one of the the only callbacks that I'm like, oh, this is a really good one. Yeah, it's the and it's the best one. Yeah. Yeah, because like, it's from when the movies were actually like spectacular. Like when he said that <laughs> in the, at the end of Iron Man, it was like. Oh, like him doing that is why they're successful. That's why these movies are successful. It's like we were talking before about how they just take, like if James Gunn does something good in Avenger in uh, Guardians 1, they just fold that into every other movie they make. Or if uh, Taika does something good in Thor 3, they just steal a shitty version of that for all their other movies. They've been doing that since Favreau made the first 
Iron Man. Every single movie has been a worse version of what Favreau did with Iron Man. Even yep. the humor. Yeah, yeah the same, same humor. There's a I Beyonce. Think... There's a Beyonce line in Doctor Strange that sent me <laughs> on a dark path. <laughs> that's literally that's that that's that reason is why I hate Doctor Strange the movie. That shit made me cringe. I can't <laughs> even hold you. Motherfucking whatever. Besides that, but like I think my biggest problem in game besides like the the plot holes not fucking making sense, like Nebula killing herself, like I don't know how the fuck Thanos is shit back to the future, but that's another story. The moment where Cap's shield breaks, and mm. it's not just they don't even make it a moment. It's just there. It just happens. Like for better or worse, that shield has been the symbol of stability for like the whole universe. Uh, even like when uh, Civil War happened, they broke up. Like he gave up the shield. He. He didn't see that motherfucker for like five years. Yeah, even when he got it back, it was it was a moment, you know. Yeah, but like the moment where the shield breaks, I felt like I should have felt despair. Like that's everything going wrong, and it should have been like one of the biggest moments in cinematic history. Like fuck this movie in comic book movie history. This should have been up there with like I don't know the Spider Man train scene, um, all types of crazy shit, and it just happened. Like I felt like they, that was a disservice to them or a disservice to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. I think well it, it, again it goes into the weightless thing because okay he, his shield's broken but you know why it's broken because he's gonna get the hammer because it, it's it's like <laughs> exactly. it's, it's the escalation of, of these things and it's like you know things don't matter in these movies. In it's the end. just it's like the actual movies themselves. Like you, the we gotta finish this one so we can get to the next one. Like because mm -hmm. let's let's be real, Black Panther two comes out in two years. What really from the first movie matters that's gonna lead into the second movie? It's Fair gonna enough. be. Because they have already confirmed Killmonger is coming back. What? <laughs> what physically? No. Yeah. That, yes. Yeah, he's, he's coming back, bro. Last year, he's he's going to be in the movie, not like just like as a ghost or a flashback or some shit. Yeah, that, he's in it, bro. He's resurrected. <laughs> did right, did he just? Did they actually? Did he just fall off a cliff? Is that what happened? He just no, passed he out. He no, he's, he's buried with his heart. ancestors. He's going to be buried with his ancestors. Is he going to be a bad guy? Do we know? I, I they're don't... gonna load. They, they have no Loki now. They're gonna make him Loki. There's no, <laughs> no Killmonger story in the comics where he's a good person. So I don't. He I don't... always he always ends up being the asshole at the end. But I think they're gonna they're gonna use it to bring in Namor. Namor's gonna find him in the ocean or some shit. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, besides the final battle and besides the big snap that saves the universe, kind of the, them setting up the future. How do y'all feel about like? Everything that comes after the snap, like Cap going back to the past, Sam getting. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the guy that kept going back to the past. Why does he look like Joe Biden? He does. He does. That's and he's, 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 he's doing this this old old man voice. And he's, uh, don't think so. Yeah, I, it's, it's 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 truly terrible. If they're gonna send him back, just send him back. They they do not need. We don't need to see. The CGI old man again. So if you're gonna send him back, send him back. And then at that point, you create another uh, plot hole because now there's two Captain Americas running around. Yeah, yeah. You create didn't, another didn't issue. They say, didn't they say in the movie he took care of it or something like that? Like, oh no, you don't have to worry about that. We took care of it. Like <laughs> it's, it's like the end of the Prestige or something. 
It yeah. doesn't help where like the Russos and I forgot who wrote, I think Christopher Marcus were like we're putting out conflicting statements about what happened. Like they're like, oh no, Cap was in a different universe and just snap back. Like, yeah, we have to talk about the like how I feel like the post movie shit, like they was trying to they was they was trying to clean up shit. It, it hurt yeah. the movie. It made me not yeah. like it a little bit more, you know? Yeah, I, I think that after it came out, and be clear, I've only seen this movie once. So I'm I'm literally able to talk about this movie from my memory <laughs> after only seeing it one time. <laughs> in detail. Uh, in detail. In detail too, yeah. We one, talked about it watch. so much. Um, I thought that the right hand not knowing what the left hand was doing after this movie came out was very telling as to how these movies get made. Yeah. Yeah. Especially 100%. when you especially when you think of Star Wars and how that gets made. If there's no Feige there with Star Wars, you see they that that's what happens. It. They botch it. Job. But you Ooh. have Feige there with Marvel, and it's like, okay, now the writers want to do one thing. Cause you got to wrap the story up because all these people are out of their deals that you have the, the the creators want to do another thing and i think the russos actually i i thought that they did so much to give this movie bad will because of just things that they were saying <laughs> they went on like, a whole tour yo it was like a press tour like they just yeah yeah we fixed this we, we didn't do this and i'm just like shitting okay, on scorsese shitting yeah on scorsese, yeah right? yeah like, it's uh, weird that whole shit with Scorsese just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Like also, like I I know uh th- th- I think they the Russos went to school in Cleveland, right? I think so. Like so. I think they said, like, yeah, like we're just like from you know, like, we didn't go to film school or anything, like we're just some guys from Cleveland. And I'm like, motherfucker, I know where you went to high school. Like that's you went to a private high school. Like <laughs> you might not have gone to film school, but like just, I just the Cleveland. Trust- Trust me, uh, I know who you are. I know how many problems I have coming from the world you have. You don't have any fucking problems. Uh, stop acting like the world was like against you uh, when you had the biggest corporation alive at your backs. Yeah, man. It's also, big- Scorsese, one hundred percent right. <laughs> yeah, like even if you don't like, let's say like, let's say you don't agree, like it's still his opinion. Like people got so up in arms about it. It's just well, they got up in arms to a point where when the Irishman come out came out, those same critics that were deriding Joker and deriding DC movies and 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 championing this uh vessel for a billion dollar industry, mega corporation Disney were shitting on the Irishman, which Again, was a better movie than probably anything that MCU has put out right. in ten years. And Not it was also Scorsese's version of the Avengers, so it was yeah, like, pretty much. They wasn't even shitting on it like for their own on its own film merit. They were shitting on it because like, well, he said something I like was bad. Fuck you, nigga. Like, the, <laughs> the movie was long, <laughs> like, like so was so was Endgame. Like, come on. And well, he like, basically said, like, you can't make a movie with emotional stakes when you know that twenty other movies are coming a- afterward. And he's right, which is why it's like. If we just like if we were able to, it's like we said at the beginning. If we were just able to talk about Endgame as like a poppy product that you know we know that there's 20 other movies, we don't have to talk about them as like some emotional masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Then they'd be a lot more fun to talk about. But because we have to deal with all these people who think they're the greatest movies ever made and hate Martin Scorsese if he says anything bad about them, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, this is crazy. What's going on? I think that's why things like the standalone Batman actually make a lot more sense and, and are actually super like more interesting than anything connected in, in either franchise right now because mm-hmm. you're allowed to have your own playground your own sandbox and i mean eventually yeah. by the third movie i'm pretty sure they're going to make these connect in some way shape or form but you know for now we don't know that or for now with like after wonder woman 84 we don't know where they go after this like i, I think that the uncharted 
territory of comic book films is just letting these characters live on their own and see each other ever so often. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's the best way to do it. In my opinion, honestly, like you, there, I don't know how many directors have came out and said besides, you know, Edgar Wright, um, Scott Derrickson, like we wanted to do this, but they had plans for five other movies that wouldn't let us do this. So we couldn't do that. But like, bro, these characters are best when they're by themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Avengers stories are great, but they're, Usually more than not, convoluted and overhyped. I'm gonna keep it honest and G with you. In Justice League stories too, but yo, the the best comic book stories ever are like Batman Long Halloween, where he's fucking taking on the mob, and Dark Victory, where he's like when it's uh the mystery of like how Two Face is doing shit. Uh, you get things like Death of Gwen, Gwen Stacy and Spider Man, where like he's losing, he's dealing with his own loss. Captain America is not in that shit. Iron Man has nothing to do with it, and things like Daredevil Born Again, like yeah. And, which also translated to a great show, to a great season of Daredevil season three, because it was by itself. Yeah, I think what what is that was the last ten years of of, of superhero blockbuster filmmaking was like we just want to see that these people know each other, and I think we've gotten that, and I think we've gotten it out of our system for another ten years, and I think yeah. we just need to start yeah. developing these characters as characters again, and not characters that live in auxiliary to other characters that have to be connected. And I think that's going to be, honestly, the downfall if they continue to do the movies this way. Like, if they're going to revive X-Men or Fantastic Four, let them live on their own for at least five years before you put them next to somebody else. Well, that's the thing is it's like, you know, when, you know, in you know, the 90s and the 2000s when comic book movies were becoming popular, it was like, oh, man, yeah, it's cool. But, you know, in real comics, like all the heroes know each other. So wouldn't it be better if they knew each other in the movies? Well, if you make the movies more like the comic books, they're worse movies because of it. Like you either have good movies based on comic books or movies that are like comic books. And the move, the, the closer a movie gets to being actually like a comic book, in most cases, it's worse. That's why it's a comic book and not a movie. I think like people who are respective fans of each genre, like forget <clears throat> like there are only things you can do in certain genres. There's only things that work in certain genres. Like you can't have a thousand motherfuckers showing up in a regular ass movie with no plot. But in a comic book, <laughs> listen, in a comic book, if Superman, Wonder Woman, the Spectre, Green Lantern, Flash, and Cyborg will all pull up. It's Bracken, like, and yeah. that, that, that just makes it very <laughs> But in the movie, that shit don't make sense, dog. Like, yeah. this is how it is. Yeah. Like, I think that, uh, like, a, a lot of the crossovers from, like, the 2000s, like, Infinite Crisis is, like, one of the most awesome fucking things ever. But it should not be a movie, no. even though they actually did just do, as far as I understand, a pretty successful version of it uh, on uh, Arrow. Yeah. Uh, all right. But even again, in the roster is limited, you know. Yeah, yeah the roster is limited, and that's a show. There's it's multiple shows with like 20 episodes a season, which is a lot different than trying to do the same thing with movies. Yeah, like well, shows how would have you guys, a ton of episodes. How would you guys feel like in in the same vein of Endgame? It's been rumored for a really long time that Flashpoint is going to happen. Do you guys still think they go through with this? Uh, do you guys think that like the this- well, to I gotta I gotta expand on that. So the prevailing theory with Flashpoint right now is they're going to use Flashpoint to fold Pattinson's Batman into the main universe. Okay. And after that gets successfully done, rather what happens after that movie is finally put out because they still haven't started filming yet. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and after, uh, didn't Ezra Miller put a woman in a chokehold? Yeah, they, I'm <laughs> thinking they're gonna write him off too, man. They had her out in the coquina clutch, bro. Like streets might be done for that, but. <laughs> After that, they're thinking about 
folding everything back and working towards another Justice League movie. That's no. a, that's a theory right I, now. It's gonna happen, man. <laughs> it's gonna happen. What is? I think they just want to do it right, right? Let is me please let me get a good Batman movie, please. We're gonna get one. We we haven't had a solo Batman movie since two thousand and twelve. Twelve, yeah. It'll be ten years. And Reeves, I mean, if if it's if it's as good as that second Apes movie, oh my god. Yeah, that show was fucking phenomenal, bro. All right, man. Um, MCU going forward. Are you excited about anything? And if so, go ahead and tell us what you are excited about. I'll let Pat start that. Uh, I what are they? What's actually? I know there actually is something. Um, I, I have to pull up the. Does anybody have a list of the Sequ- upcoming? A lot of sequels. It's a lot of sequels, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's never gonna. Thinking, it's years away, but I'm definitely excited for um, Guardians Three, just for all the reasons that we talked about. I mean, I love Gunn. I think it's funny that they had to capitulate to him. He's going to be able to do mostly what he wants, and he's also going to be able to do some of the shit that he did from Suicide Squad. So that'll be cool. But I'm more excited for his Suicide Squad, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, Love and uh-huh. Thunder. These movies, like, okay, so we got Black Widow in November, maybe Eternals, February, uh, The Le- Legend of the Ten Rings. Not excited. Don't know uh, what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Spider Man. That that last Spider Man was. Uh, uh, fool me once, can't fool me again. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I said I'm not buying it. I'm yeah. not buying it. Uh, Multiverse of Madness. I mean, w- we'll see. Like th- that, that and Love and Thunder because of the directors, it could be good. I mean, I think that I don't think Thor three is as good as everyone says it is because none of these movies are. But it's still one of the better. Avengers movies probably. I'll tell you one thing about Ragnarok is that I enjoyed it when I saw it and then I saw it again and, and I was like, what? Was I high? I <laughs> I remember watching Ragnarok the first time and not liking it. Like, vividly not liking it. Um, But that's a whole other story. Is, is making Thor a jackass... Is that... Do comic fans like that? Um, I, I think, think they gotta like, toe the line. I think yeah, Thor is like a, like a... As a funny brute, like, just being dumb and doing dumb shit is funny. Like, that's cool because he's not smart, but like him, like being quippy is not cool to me. That's not it to me. Like that's that, not I, Thor, man. That's that definitely not Thor. That's Iron Man. That is yeah, that's I totally think, Stark. I like, think uh, the first Thor kind of nails his humor, and then I think Whedon actually nailed it the most in uh, Avengers. The first, the first Avengers. one, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but for Marvel, oh. like I honestly, I think I'm more excited for the Disney Plus shows for like newer characters, like um, Moon Knight. That's, that's probably why I'm most excited for over anything right now. Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, this is- the thing that I'm most curious about is uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier one, just because Actually, those are um, the two characters they've done the most work with. Big, deep, 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 deep uh, recalling Saw Breaking Bad universe thing here, but Kelly Dixon, who edited uh, all the Breaking Bad and most of Better Call Saul, is actually editing uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So. Oh, that's sick. That that's that's really good. That's got to be more interesting now, besides like the plot points that came out a couple weeks ago too. But uh, but um, I think more than anything, I'm excited for things down the road. Obviously, if Blade happens, how Blade happens, I'm more interested in how they're gonna make it happen. Big if because (laughs) I don't want no, I don't want PG Blade, man. They gotta make it all. And and the thing is, is like I I don't want I want Marvel to make the right, and this is gonna sound controversial. I want Marvel to make the right decision on the, the personnel. I don't want them to just hire a black director because they think that because you have a black character, you have to have a black director. Like they did with like 
uh, Black Panther. Like, pick the right guy for the job. If you bro, gotta get, bro, it's, it's gonna be Black lean Panther, away, bro. Black Panther, they, bro. No, <laughs> not, it's gonna be not, lean away. Not I, I, I would like bring Del Toro back. Bring um, bring oh, uh, that would be so great. Bring a oh. horror director into it. Bring someone really cool into Blade. I think Blade, you can play one out. Blade. Blade is like my favorite probably my top three favorite Marvel character of all time. And that's because of Wesley Snipes. Like I have, have a, a fan booking of that where it's like Wesley is Whistler in the new blade movies. Mm. That'll be fire. That's or, I've heard that a lot. And, and I think that you, that's how you, you bridge the gap there is that, that Wesley's either Whistler or the blade is a blade. The second, and and Wesley was Blade the first. The first one. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, yeah, I, I would love it if it were like a, a Blade Beyond, like Batman Beyond. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Sick. But 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 like you know, again, you know, uh, Mahershala is not getting any 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 younger, so they need to like yeah. get on that. And I I would love to have a, a a um a release date for that. I'm excited for Black Panther two. I mean, I I'm not excited for this Killmonger news that you guys put on me today, but yeah. <laughs> um, I want to see how they write around the fact that that Chadwick's T'Challa has to actually do something now because I felt in the first movie he had nothing to do. I yeah. think he was actually the worst part of the first movie. Yeah, that's exactly. Exactly how I felt. That's, um, that's true. And I'm, again, these newer franchises that they're trying to, to drudge up, again, these could have been TV shows, like the Ten Rings of whatever that could have been. TV oh, the Shang-Chi movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that they need to reserve the movies for acts that they want to see either become bigger franchises like or or not like i want iron man back honestly like i i felt as though they did so much good well with him in the in the last two decades that like i want to see another iron man movie i don't want it to end with three because i hated three but crazy um, like they did manage to mainstream a lot of heroes like yeah. iron man was not a, a mainstream was a hero. Was like c tier he was yeah. like he was like mid b like mid b tier character before the marvel movies came out now he's like low a tier which is kind of cool yeah but i mean as far as that that that's what i'm excited for with with mcu going forward the tv shows listen i have to beg my girlfriend to cancel disney plus every month i'm i may <laughs> still have it there's nothing on it there's yo you not watch you not watch the smart guy bro no <laughs> Wait, I actually smart guy would. I don't have Disney Plus, but smart guy would be close to the top of the list of. of oh yeah, absolutely. I'll give you, I'll give you my account information. Just, just give me a reason to be paying this fourteen dollars a month plus. All right, I, I will. I actually, I did, I did what the, the only thing these fucking criminals and everybody has some version of this, but like, uh, the only. I want to watch this if I want to watch the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Which after I've spent all this time shitting on Marvel, I'm talking about wanting to watch Star Wars prequels. But uh, you can't. They they have it hostage. You can't unless you want to pay twenty dollars to rent it from somewhere. You can't. You can't buy. You can't get it. You have to have Disney Plus. It's, and it's, it's heavily a, edited. And it's edited on Disney. Yeah, Plus. it's cut down as fuck, man. Is it really? Yes. Yeah, man. I yeah, wish I they had like. I wish they had like the um. Like the versions of it throughout the years, like the night the original version, the nineteen ninety nine yeah. version when they remade them to uh, release, and then now you can version. you can only get the the very the original Star Wars trilogy. You can only get the 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 one that Lucas fucked up around like the year two thousand or whenever it came out. Like mm -hmm. you can't. They have the very original one unless you have it on bootleg. You there's no way to get it. Uh, which I actually thought that when they when they when Disney took the franchise over, I was like, okay, they're going to release 
the the very original version from the vault. They're they they know that people are suspicious, so they're gonna do this goodwill gesture. Uh, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yo, the mouse is Al Capone, man. Yeah, so I, I would I would I I pay a shitload of money to be able to watch the original versions of those movies, and I guess they they don't care. Nope. Yeah. Nope. All right, man. Uh, we're running up. Hell of a time here, but it is time to wrap up. Tell the people where they can find you, beautiful guest. Of course, you can always find us at RNC Radio Live along with this show. Uh, me and Pat, is uh, his, his name is Pafifi on Twitter. You've probably seen his crazy tweets about his, his cat <laughs> playing in the sink for an hour. Uh, at, at Pafifi, P-A-F-I-F-I. Uh, we have a show. Uh, it's actually, we're going to have our season finale of Recalling Saul this Thursday, where we will give our review of season five of Better Call Saul. If you have not been watching it, and if you've not, been li- if you've not been listening to our show, please make sure you binge that before Thursday. We're going to be talking about this incredible season of Better Call Saul. I'm telling you, it's going to go down in the history books as one of the best 10 episodes of TV in the last decade, in the beginning of this decade too. Um, and a, uh, a better interconnected universe than Endgame. Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, we will also, we're planning some late fee stuff. Uh, once again, we're all remote, even though we're still in the same city. Uh, we're, we're planning some stuff, possibly a just a, a how you're doing episode coming up pretty soon for late fees. So, because um, obviously we can't watch any new things. So, we're, we're watching yeah. random and, things. And even though it, it does seem like uh, because we're all trapped at home, if we want to do like an episode on an old director, it should be really easy to watch like you know, five movies in a day if we wanted to, but at least Justin and Eric right now have no way of watching those movies in solitude. So unless they want to make their girlfriends watch like seven Michael Mann movies, yeah. uh, <laughs> good we luck. Can't, we can't really do the traditional structure episodes right now. So, but we're we're working on it. We will return soon. Yo, we we appreciate you guys, man. Thank you so much, man, for coming on for us. Oh, thank you for having us. I actually, I'm, I'm, for for all the bashing that we've done, I actually, uh, I realized that with the distance now, like a year later, it's actually much easier to forgive a lot of the elements of the movie because yeah. so, much was, so much of my hatred was based on the discussion of like these are the best movies ever. Yeah. Now that I don't have to think about that, they're easier to watch well i've yeah. muted my, my old twitter timeline is muted from every single marvel hero so <laughs> I, I never talk about them so it's great damn you're not gonna uh argue with the uh the trolls no more Jeff? i you, i muted, the game i muted wakanda i muted black panther <laughs> i muted killmonger i'm We're, pretty sure i'm not gonna know when black panther 2 is announced <laughs> <laughs> find out listening to the podcast like oh shit exactly yep. They yep. wasn't playing with that Killmonger shit. All right. <laughs> yeah. All, right. all, right, all right, guys. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you, fans, for listening to this to the most ambitious crossover y'all have ever heard. Uh, we will see y'all later this week. We out. Bye.